adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep, welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff, I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Each week we try to prove that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. Ladies and gentlemen, you have not seen a man rip away his gaming recommendation faster than what (laughs) just happened this week with Jeff and Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Yeah. to, To get some backup, I had removed all of the social apps from my phone. Not super anti-social media or something like that, but just was spending too much time. So phone focused on work and, if anything, gaming. And I was looking for games to play. Jeff said, <laughs> in call it, call it like at noon, had said something to the effect of, hey, why don't you check out Final, Final Fantasy VII Never Crisis? And then, Jeff, what happened? And then, what, was it five minutes later? Not I even. said, no, abort. Don't do <laughs> abort. it. Don't delete. install this. <laughs> delete it. Don't delete it. You didn't download it yet. Did you delete it? <laughs> I didn't say any of this. Let me re- retrieve that message. It never happened. Nothing ever happened. So it was, yeah, it it had just relaunched. Jeff and I, big buffs of Final Fantasy VII. Hey, this could be fun, especially on the on the phone. So what did happen? Like what? So what happened with the game that just immediately set off like alerts for you? Yeah, like this was one I was pretty pumped for. Like the mm. the graphics are great. The story uh, was filling in some gaps that maybe we haven't seen before in Final Fantasy VII. So and like you said, like we're both big fans. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool, right? So I I booted it up and like right away you're hit with a screen of like, yeah, we downloaded this game, but really we need four more gigs of it. Yeah, of so course. you have to wait. <laughs> Until it populates through, and it's an always online game, obviously. Mm. It connects to servers or whatever. So when you sit through that, and then at this point, I've got a pretty old phone, so I don't know what it would work on your phone, but like my, my phone was like hot to the touch. <laughs> like It's on fire at this it's point. Sizzling. right? <laughs> but I get to the menu. I'm like, okay, cool. Like Again, it looks really clean. Everything looks like really tight. Go into the story, and you do this little intro battle. I'm like, all right, all right. And then as soon as that ends... So like a minute after that, you're hit with like like 16 microtransactions. Like there's like this thing and then there's like weapon of the day and then there's this loot box you can buy and then there's like memory kits. I'm like, what? Like like Cloud's memories that you can mm. purchase and buy with in-game currency. And you know when the in-game currency isn't just one, it's multiple in-game mm. currencies? That's, that's when you know that's <laughs> it's not going to work. So I immediately like... I played it for a little bit longer, but did message you and said, don't bother, don't sure. ruin your phone. So is it, now we're watching a, a stream of this as we're chatting and it, okay, never mind. I, I retract my statement. So, <laughs> Look how fast that was. Because how... we were watching what seemed to be a very classic Final Fantasy VII cutscene as far as just yeah. kind of blocky style characters talking, overlays, but the story was classically, as with the series, very interesting. This is cool. And they're fighting and things like that. And then they're going through another menu that was like, okay, missions and story levels. And okay, well, maybe the story part of it would be isolated from all the nonsense. 
uh, right. monetization. But then the very next screen me and Jeff saw on screen while talking was, and here's your leveling tree, and here's how you get your money gems and your cross level up diamonds and your, your, your shinra card. bucks get your shinra, shinra bucks. bucks yeah <laughs> oh, that disappointing i i get it they get, they're trying to make a buck and everybody's doing it but you got to wonder how who is doing this is is this any of the original creators of final fantasy or any of the artistic directors or is this just the company the corporation mm. that owns the gaming company trying to wring out a couple bucks for the property I mean, yeah, that's a that's a good call because I'm wondering if like Numero is involved. Like, well, if he is involved, there would be a lot of branching story paths here. But I don't know if the original creators are involved. But yeah, it definitely seems corporate-y. Like, mm. let's take this brand that everyone loves and see how much money we can squeeze out of it, knowing that they're gonna hang that, you know, those story elements over your head, saying, "Okay, look, listen, like." You know about these things, but we slightly changed them, and now you get uniforms and costumes and different weapons and and stuff that you can actually. That's a little bit different from that last game, right? But it it doesn't sit right with me. I it's hmm. just one of those things where I wouldn't mind paying once for this kind of mobile game and just be done with it. Like, okay, you put it out at Square Enix prices, which are probably like twenty thirty dollars. They did mm-hmm. that for the Pixel remasters, right? Pay an upfront triple a price fee and be done and then maybe you have me but like you said you you're hit with all those menus and the upgrade trees and stuff that you know takes a grind to do it's not rewarding you Mm -hmm. it's just you have to grind to get those rewards which is like flipped and i don't i i don't have the time for that as a gaming dad i can't do it even on the go i cannot put in the time it feels like i I don't know why perhaps it's just unprofitable so like we can sit here and lament but at the end of the day this is how they make money all right it yep. is what it is because I, I just wonder could they not either charge for a game and then have the after end game like the the post game like the new game plus whatever be the grindy gem based money driven kind of nonsense would they or is it, is it is there no way to separate the two possibly like maybe i'm just being a bit idealistic because i'm trying to say please give us some of these story elements because one of the things you had mentioned before we started was that apparently they might introduce Cloud's father in this game, which would be yeah. a brand new arc, a brand new story. Anybody who enjoys Final Fantasy VII, be it yourself, be it your kids or anyone else, like you would want to know about this. And the thought that it is trapped within a gotcha money-driven game like this is horrendous for the series, right? Yeah, I think it kind of, you know, it's a detriment to fans, right? Where mm. I would have gladly paid to get those story elements to kind of continue that arc into the next Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and, and beyond, right? So they have introduced characters along the way that are almost, like, they're literally paywalled behind this game where you need to figure them out and understand them for later on story elements. So it's not... I don't know. Again, it doesn't sit well with me. It looks gorgeous. Like, it yeah. is a fantastic-looking game. It's just, it's littered with a lot of stuff. Like, even the menu we're looking at now, I was, maybe it's the old age talking, but I was overwhelmed. <laughs> like, I was, like, almost physically ill with the amount of <laughs> menus that it presents at you, and you, you icons everywhere. Everything is an icon, mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do. So I didn't want to make the mistake or even just invest the time 
I don't know about you. Like, I don't know if you would invest the time in this. Like, there's still there's still hope for you. You haven't deleted mm. it, right? Or you, oh, it, you, it was gone. I did not. Oh, like, it was gone. Okay. Are you you're te- so with the panicked message you sent? Expletive, expletives, exclamation marks, <laughs> characters I'd never seen before. Like, good God, get rid of this game. You thought I was gonna keep it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You'd be like, I don't know, Jeff. Is it one of those times where you just didn't like it and I want to try it for myself? I don't know. No, I, I recognize it right away. It was going to be, as you said, it's like 16 different currencies, 20 different game modes, crafting items for every single one. It just, it is no, I had no time for this. Like this was going to yeah. be a massive time or money sink or both and just didn't have any desire to sully my memories of final fantasy along with it <laughs> I, I am curious like the if given to your child or mine if they would gravitate towards it if they would understand mm. it right away and i love this this is exactly what i adore because it's all these things are are, are basically are we aging ourselves out of this a little bit is, is our initial forget like the money part let's say that you can't it's yeah. enough of a free to play they did free to play right so it's actually fun Let's just, let, let's say that maybe that's true. Okay. If that was the case, the game I th- believe is too much for you and myself. Menus, I think so. menus, arcs, craftables, currencies can't understand it. Is that age? Or do you, if it gave it to your kid, do you think they would like dive in? I think my kids would dive in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think they can memorize every Minecraft recipe and like all these Mm. elements of other games and how they make up something new. Terraria was a big one. Like they did all that without guides and understood everything. And I think in this game, they would immediately figure it out and know how to probably maximize (laughs) their, their experience points and their currencies. Right. I think it's something that they would absolutely pick up and play. I, again, in the state that it's in, I'm not sure I would give it to them, but Mm. if it was like a free, free to play, Hey, we're not going to like plunk down a credit card charge on all these things. My kids, I think, would would stick mm. with it, especially my ten year old who is big into Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, I can't. That's challenging because I I almost want to run the experiment, except the, <laughs> except the problem would be that if your kids really get into it, and the next thing you know, they're all of their birthdays and all their Christmas is just you know uh, chocobo bucks or some other nonsense. <laughs> That's right. I, That's I can't right. I can't cast that curse on your household. So, good call. Yeah, I. It's curious. I sometimes want to admit my age, <laughs> and so think of some of these things like this game is terrible. Look at this UI. It's now slow down, old man. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, you just don't. You know. You know how the older people you work with have no idea how to work with a PDF. Right. right. This is yeah. your generation's PDF, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh no! What's happening? <laughs> Okay, this is this is a totally normal, reasonable gameplay experience for folks. But hey, yeah. gaming dads, have you given a game that you thought was crazy and your kids Im- immediately understood it? Have you had experience, good experiences, to counter our poor reception of Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis? Right into the show at New Dad Gaming or NewDadGaming.com. Now onto a game, a blast from the past, and one that you immediately understood, and you got the joke. And the idea, and had apparently a blast with. You saw the launch of F Zero Ninety Nine. Yeah. So if anybody doesn't understand what this is, it is Nintendo put out a classic game like they've done before. They've done it with Tetris and I think a Mario game. Um, but then they link you up with ninety nine online players and they let you go wild. So and you go hog wild. You go hog wild. 
and F Zero. I, I if you ever played it back in the day, I was these were one of the staples of mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was pretty difficult. Like you would yep. lose energy on your car, smashing into the the walls and stuff, and it really trained you for like something like Rainbow Road and Mario Kart later on. But now picture that with ninety eight other players, <laughs> and just understand the chaos and it's not even just 98 other players like the computer drops in more like those like drone cars Mm -hmm. to kind of like make obstacles that are moving on the courses but like you said at the top f-zero is a super nostalgia trip so they have the same music the graphics are you know a little bit better but they're not right they're still pixel graphics the same vibe it's very minimal there's no other menus it's just like into the game here's your training Mm. and then once you're done your training you are online with other people playing with 98 others trying to race for your life to get to first place. So it's it's F-Zero Royale, basically, yeah. where you, you're trying to be the top of the heap. I'm seeing as we're watching some of the gameplay, it's talking like some people are getting dropped off because they're just too low. They can't possibly come back. Yeah. And it's, I'll say like one of the greatest obstacles in F-Zero was always the graphics. And, and that's not a knock. I just mean like it was so hard... <laughs> <laughs> to time it because of the 3d was like fake 3d like old yes. doom style everything mode flat. seven or whatever it is yeah. yeah so it's really hard to time some things with the visuals of it if you do see like i, I really implore anyone listening who's even had, have half a passing interest to check out some gameplay of f099 because it yeah. seems just bonkers but the, it it was fun like you had a good time with this one it's fun it's quick you can pick up and play and it's like from what i've seen there's just four laps like it's a four lap race they go by in maybe a couple minutes and you're done and then you're either on to the next race or you're kicked out or you earn like you earn ranks so the Mm -hmm. ranks get you entrances into like grand prix that run all the time but really you can just stick with the regular 99 players of whatever random race get in get out have a little fun Mm -hmm. and then just be done and put it down and you do need to be online obviously for it to work and have Nintendo online, so that might be an added barrier cost to it. Mm. But really, if you do have those things, you owe it to yourself to give it a try. Because mm. it, it is fun. It looks ridiculous. It <laughs> looks like chaos and not fun at all. But once you get in there and you feel the music and you still have those same elements, and they've even done like a risk reward, like you can boost to use use some of your power to boost, but then like you run the risk of getting knocked out, right? So mm. it's it's a it's a really fun game easy to pick up and play and to give your kids i give it to my kids they love it (laughs) like folks you have to go watch some of this like it just it's a it looks like someone had took an old took the rom and hacked it to be an online multiplayer game because it just seems so ludicrous to see 99 of these space cars flying around in these graphics it is that's so funny I, I like this. I I like this angle in that it's it's a nostalgia property find. It, the cynical v- version would have been, hey, here's the old F zero maps we had. Ex- mm. Pay us a hundred. Pay us like fifty bucks. Pay and, Nintendo price. Yeah. yeah, and then like also be online if you want to do online player. But instead, right. like it, it's this funny funky twist where it's great for old guys who kind of played it back in the day. Like I remember this game. This is hilarious. New twist on it cool for newer players i don't know if your kids got into it at all with like when they oh, were playing yeah, the game. yeah oh they yeah yeah they were having they were laughing like crazy just the amount of people they were blowing up and blowing up themselves so it works that is so cool i'm, not, I'm trying to remember the exact status of my 
Nintendo subscription. I might still have one. Oh, okay. So I'll, if I have it, we'll see about bringing it in. Because I'd be curious. I'd, for myself, I'm, I'm not super bullish. I think I'd like to try it. It looks hilarious. But I want to see yeah. my kids play it. Because I think they're going to be... <laughs> I think they're going to find that hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, everyone. Check it out. F099. Now, tip from myself... Okay, and this is how gaming dads listening can be the hero of their household, potentially. So, okay. if your child plays Roblox, which if you have a child and they play video games, is a fairly big Venn diagram. <laughs> That's right. You're right. Yes, it's sweeping the nation. But what I've discovered is, and but if you know this, be gentle on me. I just found this out. So. It seems that at least monthly, if not every like kind of two or three weeks, that the internet will scour all the available all available codes and bring them onto various lists. So you can do a quick Google search for a free Roblox code September, August, like October, like put in your month, and then listed in these articles will be anywhere from five to like fifteen to twenty free codes for free stuff within Roblox, and this can. On, on the smaller side, it can be, you know, get free plays on a game. That's, that's not as great. Cause I don't, right, yeah. I, I don't want them to have a game of something that maybe then they have to pay to play a second time. More interesting, though, is like when it's like skins. Okay, here's a skin. Here's a crab for your shoulder. Here's like a magical sword, backpack, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I was such the hero, Jeff. Like, because <laughs> I was going through and we found these like five or six. I was able to get them like five or six things to add into their wardrobe of roblox oh nice they're, okay they're, so they were just beside themselves like this is fantastic this is awesome um i made the somewhat miscalculation of not redeeming them all immediately thinking oh. okay next weekend we'll do this this will be kind of like a weekly thing where we'll, every week it's like hero dad will show up <laughs> to get you a few more codes and at that time the rest of them had run out so and then okay. they were just gone so it's like hey where do we have any more codes it's like we do not. <laughs> no, so that's help. interesting. I didn't know about these codes. Look at you. Okay. Yeah. Now you do have to. This and this is a, another. Listeners of the show might remember we had previously another gaming dad write in talking about their good Roblox uh, support experience. I can vouch for that now myself because my kids had signed up through uh, Android and the one on Ambox or uh, Xbox. Okay. And that's how their accounts were created. So they never officially had a Roblox code. To redeem a code, you do need to access it through the browser. So you need their oh. account. But they didn't right. have an account because it was just set up through Xbox. So I didn't have their username. So I was able to write in, though, and said, hey, this is my, here's what happened. This is my kid's uh, username. Can we please get him associated with this email address? And an email address I have for him. Like a day later, probably less than a day later. Hey, sir, no problem at all. Like, here you go. Like, here's the... Uh, access code to it like god bless like away you go right and i had access I, and i was able to like i was able to point out like four or five different things of like this is my account i preemptively like did it so it's not like it's a, a secret hack version exposed but i was impressed like within within a day i, I thought i'd heard nothing if i had to be honest like the size and scale of these folks i imagined there's no way they're gonna get to little old me to, <laughs> to solve my blunder with emails but there it was. And then I was able to log into both accounts online for my kids and be the man, yeah. be the hero. I, I am surprised with their customer service. I've had that in the past where my 
my kid had a little screw up with her password and we had mm-hmm. to reset it and then there's no recovery and they were they were prompt Man, and like you said like these this roblox is a huge game they've got millions of players mm-hmm. so to look at somebody that has an account that spends zero dollars do you know what I mean? And provide them the service that same day is mm. nuts to me. Like that, okay, all right. I, At least yeah. you got that part down. Yeah, I don't I don't have to like it. I can respect it though. Yeah. Even, even even the games, I'll tell you this, like just seeing them play it. I don't I don't like the garbage that's in there, but I, I can at least see some of the things in there and see that you know what, this is fun. It, it looks like the person who put this together has tried to actually like put something together there's a lot of people and they're having fun and t- this is the flavor this week they get to do a flying sim and the next week it'll be like a fist fight and then it'll be an anime battle then it's going to be a godzilla brand like they the variety and everything else like it's a sort of thing where i don't like it right but i can respect it if that makes any sense yeah and, and just <laughs> Just to piggyback on that, we're watching basically a Counter-Strike ripoff. I'm just putting that out there that they've, yeah. like, all the mechanics. I'm pretty sure this map exists, and it's been Probably. recreated in... No, no, no. That, say it correctly. Stolen. It, it's been lifted. Yeah, yeah, it's been stolen. I guarantee you that the, the textures we're seeing came from Counter-Strike, and somebody somehow imported it because yeah. the the audacity of the IP theft in this game is unparalleled. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know how they do it. I don't know how they exist on Microsoft. I don't know how they're going to exist on PlayStation. That was just announced. So my kids are raring to go with the PS4 and PS5. I don't know how, I don't know how it works, but it's they have great customer service. We'll give them that. Yeah. Anyway, so just a quick tip for the gaming dads. Uh, if you want to get your kids a quick couple of items, you can probably score some by a quick Google search, find a list get them into their accounts and be the hero for a day. Woo. That's right. Now, unfortunately on some sadder style news, it sounds like some friendships might have taken a hit thanks to ye old video games. Yeah. So this is, so the way I positioned this to Trevor was gaming friendships ruined and Trevor's probably wondering like, what? <laughs> I, I'm very curious. <laughs> so, my kids again have entered school. It's September. And of course with the new school year, comes new classrooms and some friends are not in the said classroom Mm -hmm. so my 10 year old used to game with another friend with um td bloon six that's they would play this all the time Mm -hmm. and i think on our show they even looped me in at one point (laughs) and really it was just pushed to this friend right you can play this game with your friend daddy's not interested in it (laughs) i will play something else with you so this friend is not in the classroom, and I think it's grade five. So when that happens, that relationship kind of pulls apart a little bit. Hmm. I think the classrooms really hold them together. Um, recess, can they can connect, whatever. But anyway, they've drifted apart a little bit as of now. It's still only three weeks in. But they drifted apart so much that they don't play this game together. <laughs> they don't. They don't meet up to play this game the other friend has made different friends. I don't know if he's like playing this game with other friends or mm-hmm. not, or if this was the game together, but it has left my 10 year old kind of with like that emptiness of like, who do I play this with now? And they are bugging, you know, the 13 year old like, Hey, can you play this? And the 13 year old's kind of like done with it. Right. Like yeah, once they on. have figured out, 
They're like, yeah, yeah, no. So the so the game wasn't the catalyst for the break. It was more the victim of it, if anything. Yeah, it wasn't yes. like the game was what got between them. It's more something got in between them, and one of the sad <laughs> outputs yeah. of it was this game was no longer going to be played. Right. Yes. So this is one of those casualties of <laughs> the classrooms right. being mixed up and they're not in touch yeah, anymore yeah we had to we had some of that now we nothing with gaming related but uh, my son he went into grade man i should be able to pull this off the top of my head three <laughs> he's in grade three <laughs> and in so doing like he previously they had a good little group there was like a good five of them a little posse okay. right group of friends yeah. it was great had them over birthdays like wonderful and he got none of them in the oh, new no. year he's like the one man out it's like i think one of the, one of the posse was with him and everyone else is just gone okay and it's i'll tough. say that say as watching as a dad like that's really difficult like him having friends is by far the most pressing thing as far as as, as i'm concerned like i really want him to have a baseline of friends to help guide him through life like good guys yeah and <laughs> to see them just like get ripped apart because of just like classroom zoning type stuff is like oh like it yeah. ruins you inside it's it, it's tough and it's tough on your kid and to adapt to that right and come come back from that but hmm. i'm sure he'll persevere but it's, I, yeah. it's one of those things that, that can affect a bunch of things yeah so, so we, we've sent we try to set up some play dates and just like times to be able to like still get together and we'll, we'll see how it lands It'll be good a little bit from a flexibility standpoint. It's like, look, you're not going to, you can't go into every scenario with the exact group of people you need. So ideally make the best of it, make new friends, maintain the old ones. It's kind of like Final Fantasy VII, where you switch out your party members after leveling up and grinding for a while. Hot tip, don't level Aerith. (laughs) (laughs) That is right. Yes. Oh, now the party members great transition into D and D, and it seems like just as described to me, you've gone and your household has gone full blown D and D madness. And do set it up, I believe. Like you had introduced, it seemed that in your household, your kids were interested in playing D and D for the first time. Yeah, my thirteen year old was interested. Saw it kind of in a in a bookstore actually with the D&D like essentials kit and the starter kit and then later on stuck in their mind and they ended up spending a gift card buying it so they wanted to start it up I was supportive I don't know anything about D&D so it was a little bit of homework for me they were to read the rule book and get all our characters set up and that was kind of happening but it was at a slow pace because you know dad's busy dad's Mm -hmm. got work weekends are busy and so my 13-year-old just advises me one day, like, Friday night, oh, yeah, by the way, four friends are coming over at 7 o'clock, oh my and God. we're going to create all our characters in D&D, and we're going to set it all up, and it's going to be ready to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> That's a lot. you know, we need a little heads up. You know, that was part of the conversation. Like, you can't just, you know, that it's a little bit intrusive that way but we do want to support what you want to do right it just takes a little planning and like much like the game you just need to plan out what where is this going to happen so all these friends show up and they're literally out there for two and a half hours laughing having a blast 
creating their characters, <laughs> figuring so, out the... That's so cool. Yeah, figuring out the characters, like pastimes, like all that stuff you have to create yourself, right? And like, then, And then between knitting... He likes to go down for a tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it was, it was a lot. It was, uh, it was great to see, but it does, like, they don't know how to play either. So everyone's kind of learning mm. together. And then my thirteen-year-old was kind of coming to me, saying, "Okay, well, this rule doesn't make sense, or where, where does this fit in?" Mm. And I don't, I don't know. So I have to do my homework. <laughs> I'm going on YouTube videos and watching Critical Role and doing all these things to try, like try and understand the game once it gets going i i hear it's fine like it's just they throw a lot at you at, at one time and you kind of have to like research what the best way is to go but yeah it was just a lot at once and again my 13 year old wants to make it a weekly thing even wants to make a dnd group at school wow. with a group of friends oh that so, got that that really rolled zero to 60 yeah that rolled the d20 real fast on that initiative. wow there you go <laughs> perfect i man that's fascinating so who's the dm like who's running who's the actual my 13 year old is the dm because why not but <laughs> like, as, as best i understand like that's a fairly heavy burden to carry like that's a very big responsibility to make sure everyone has a good time and they don't get crazy leveled or now is that something the books does because i'm as new if not newer than you to the whole thing despite wanting to play and it yeah does the book just tell him it's like hey just read this you'll be fine it gives you this scenario outline so it will guide you more so than some of the other books mm -hmm. you still do have to create those you know those creative moments right you know are there windows do you need a sneak check do you need mm -hmm. to like go through a trap or whatever but he's drawing on from his experience with that google game he created mm -hmm where all his friends were in on it and it was a big RPG and he like everybody was having a blast. Mm. So that's what he's drawing on. Like, okay, I can be DM now and guide my friends in this game. I'm like, okay, that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility and you kind of have to know what you're doing. <laughs> it's gotta be like some, it's gotta be some pride for you. Isn't there like this? this is, it's great. It, it's like, he's, he is the ringmaster. He's brought them in. He's going to be the creative puppet master, like pulling strings behind the scenes. I, yeah, I do admire how, much of a safe environment we've created not to give myself a pat on the back but like we here at this household have done so well in parenting you see i will give props where props are due but like this is just something he can fully dork out right mm -hmm. like doesn't feel any shame he's connected with his friends that want to do the same thing mm -hmm. even so to bring it into a public forum like a school I would be mortified as a kid. I would not even touch this. I didn't even want to touch Magic the Gathering when it came out. Yeah, that was like, that was me during high school. Grade, I know. So. <laughs> like, you were at like, that table. Yeah, you're like, you know, like those dweebs that played Magic at lunch. Like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, so like I, I am very happy for him. I'm glad. I'm, you know, admire his confidence to take mm. this on. And we'll see where it goes. I'll keep everyone kind of up to date on. Nice what happens that's awesome i think that's a fantastic story I just like the especially from what we've seen from your kids around their creativity and tenacity for building mechanics and systems and other items you know the fact that they would put together a gundam and, and then also play yeah. like an rpg like a final fantasy it seems like there's a lot of combination of a lot of you know again a venn diagram <laughs> of creativity plus willingness to sit and like learn and study so the that's fantastic. I'd, I'd be really enthused to see my kids uh, 
grabbing in, into this game such like that. Yeah, I mean, I'll let you know. And when your kids are into it, hopefully I'll be an expert and can like lead you through a little bit of what's going on. Yeah, we'll see. They'll be, my kids will just admonish me like, yeah, nice try, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go play sports. <laughs> you want to roll oh. 20 with the old oh, man? No, yeah. <laughs> just the a, dice rolls by itself across the table. I got you a green mana magic deck. You want to come play? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, will see what good. Hey, dude. Playing these nerdy things with the kids are the entire purpose of the show and makes for a wonderful place to wrap it, up, wrap it up there for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you like the show, you can find us on all the major podcast networks. You can find us on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just search for New Dad Gaming. Do you have any comments on the show? Do you, Are your kids into Dungeons & Dragons? There was a fantastic clip recently making around on social. Should have added this to the story, but the a wife had caught the father running a D session with his yeah. like it was like a six and eight year old girl and they're just it's like well he and then there's a rat i jump over the rat oh to jump over the rat <laughs> the three of them are having the most adorable time is that something that you guys do at home we'd love to hear from you uh reach on out to the show or if you're gonna play final fantasy ever crisis f099 any of the above uh, actually hey do you have any other tips about roblox code yeah <laughs> i'm starting to run out so listen interacting with the fans have been one of the best parts about this podcast recently so find us on twitter at new dad gaming or through our website newdadgaming.com uh otherwise everyone thank you so again so much for listening we'll see you again next week and until then my name is trevor and i have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old and i'm jeff i have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old and just remember just because you rolled a d1 Oh, does not mean it's game over, but it does. Yeah, but it kind of does. It does, yeah. (laughs) See you next week. See you later.